Whether you're coming to the end of your educational training, have already done all the hard work necessary to complete your program, we all inevitably find ourselves on the cusp of another daunting task, landing a job. This can be either an extremely stressful or frustrating process, maybe even both, but you will likely need every bit of support along the way. In this episode, we will share some beginner and intermediate tips for finding your next opportunity in public health or global health. This is the Public Health Insight Podcast. My name is Ben, your host for this episode, and I am here with co-hosts Gordon, LaShawn, and Linda. Before we move on, it is important to note that the views expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent any of the organizations we work for or are affiliated with. So everyone, job searching and application process. What is your experience with that? And can you share any insights into this? Yeah, it's a difficult process. It's, it's, um, from my experience, it was a painful process and I don't want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) The end. But at the same time, when it's your first instance, you know, out of school, trying to find your professional grown-up job, I think Mm. it's understandable that it's hard. Um, And hopefully in the future, it becomes easier. It's almost like there's a different anxiety with starting your career as opposed to finding a job in high school or undergrad. Um, like a job versus a career and I think career finding your first job to get you started along your path in your career is can be a very difficult process I agree with that and you know when you're reading job descriptions it's so daunting because often they're saying you know we want someone with five to seven years of experience but you're like I know how to do these things I can do it but I just got out of school and so there's that pressure of you're qualified but you're a baby in the field yeah and then like the other aspect of that is with these applications you'll see okay what so what's the job description what are the tasks that i'm responsible for they'll list literally like 15 separate items (laughs) and then you're like okay that's a bit hectic and then and it says not limited to (laughs) exactly not limited to and on the other point is that they won't give you an actual salary So you can kind of see, hey, is this amount of work worth the amount of pay that they're giving? And then two is that um, uh, you often it's it's such a like a vague point that when you get to an interview point and you got to negotiate that factor, you're already in the dark. You don't have an anchor point to kind of negotiate. So it's tough. There's a lot ahead of you that you need to be prepared for. So I would say the first step in finding a job before you even get start getting overwhelmed by postings is as much as possible, find someone who's already doing that work and talk to them Mm. just to get a a reference point of where to start from. I guess when we're talking about, you know, a job, like job searching in general, what does that actually mean? Right? Like you hear terms um, tossed around like job seeking, job hunting and job searching. What does that actually mean? Yeah, I think it, it just comes down to what are your tools, techniques and strategies that you use to ultimately find a job? Right. And everyone's approach is different, but, you know, overall, um, they're a set of tried and tested tools that everyone can implement into their strategy to become better job searcher or job hunter. And one of the things that's important to get out of the way, too, is, you know, how transferable is a job search strategy from one field to the next? Is there like a difference of how you would look for a public health job? compared to a different job in a different field like nursing uh for example if you're looking for a nursing job you may google nursing jobs um in public health do you just google public health jobs or is there a better way to do it 
Mm. Yeah, like our yeah. our area is so broad in what a public yeah. health or sorry, a master of public health can do. So you know, there's you can be involved in community engagement within an organization, or you could be a researcher. So it can literally take you anywhere that you want to, which is what is nice about public health and global health. But at the same time, if it, it depends on where you're at in your life. Like, are you just trying to find a job so you can get money and then you're just right. going all over the place? Or like Linda mentioned earlier, are you looking for a specific career path? Mm-hmm. So we yeah. have to take that into account. Yeah, the way the way I look at it is, you know, you have all these skills that you gain through, you know, informal or formal education. And now you're kind of having that to make that decision. Which area do you want to apply these skills into? And I consider that called the application area of where you're interested in so for example most of the listeners on this podcast of this podcast would probably be interested in more public health global health and to answer you know your question gordon of you know are there different strategies within searching for example between public health and global health um, compared to other jobs like you know construction um, becoming an electrician i think um, it's a good start to get familiar with the terminologies and the different concepts within that field so you kind of have that baseline understanding of what you're getting into because if the first thing you do is you know search these um, different job descriptions and you see all these um, words you're unfamiliar with it it, it adds to that stressful um, nature of this whole job mm-hmm. strategy or job searching process and most job titles do not say public health in the job title itself mm. or global health. So if you're only, you know, trying to s- skim a list for jobs that say public health, you're going to feel stuck. So the terminology is definitely a good place to start as well. Yeah, the devil's right. in the details, right? Mm-hmm. So like one thing you mentioned, Linda, is identifying people who are working in areas that you might have some interest in, might have some interest in, or that's... You know that's your previous experience and you want to pick back up where you left off but before you even get there you have to know what are some ideal um, career opportunities out there for you and it starts with you know searching one of the first things i did when i was looking into getting into the western mph program is i messaged i emailed lisa can you give me some examples of careers that people go on to do when they complete an mph because um you know, if you go to school to become a doctor, you're, you look for doctor jobs. If you go to you know, electrician, you look for electrician jobs, nursing jobs. But public health jobs, that search term is a little bit too too vague and broad. And it might not capture a lot of those specific careers within the public health field that are maybe the most, you know, non-traditional public health careers that might not be captured in those search terms. So what I do in my process is I build a database of job titles that are in line with what I want to be doing, whether it's you no know, knowledge translation specialist, health promoter, all these different titles. And then I search specifically for those job titles instead of just searching public health jobs in Ontario. So to yeah. clarify, Lisa mm-hmm. was the career counselor in our program. Shout out to Lisa. Um, but are you saying that you you asked her this before you accepted your offer to the program? Yeah, I was just like I was just confused. Oh. I'm like, okay, because even I think before the program? Before the program, yeah, when I was oh, when wow. I got accepted, Corn tactic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was on a mission to to do stuff. So, but like for one thing, I was finding is, and you you guys have it too. You have the question, hey, what is public health? Before mm-hmm. you got an MPH, your answer was probably very choppy, 
And then two, you know, people in my family, people I know, oh, so what are you going to do after? I'm like, okay, work in public health. But what does that mean? Like, I'm a, you know, accountant and you're, what do you do? Just you're a public health job guy. Like, what's your, what would you, and I'm like, that's a good question. I don't know uh, what's out there. And then when you look into it further, you see things like epidemiology and stuff like that. Those very niche areas in public health. And then that's kind of where you need to be looking. Um, that's where you'll find the information you want in terms of specific jobs. Uh, public health is just too broad of a term when you're searching. Mm. So there has yeah. to be this precursor, like research phase into even what is public health in the job atmosphere and where do you want to see yourself before you even yeah. move on to anything else. Yeah. And to, as a follow up to that, during my practicum, when I was crazy job searching, um, I circled back with Lisa. Lisa literally sent me an ex because um, our career development coordinator essentially um, sends us job postings frequently, and she has a pretty big database of you know job titles stored up. So I, she sent me like like an Excel sheet of the last five years of all the job titles, and I basically that's what I used to search. I'm like, oh, what is uh, project officer? I'm like, what is that? And I, you kind of look project officer in public health. Oh, okay, this looks cool. And then you kind of identify your interests that way and then search specifically for those jobs. Yeah, and I, I agree with Ben when he says there's a lot of research. And I think throughout this whole process, there's a lot of research and digging into you know different organizations, different backgrounds of the different um, career opportunities that are available. But I, for myself at least, um, the way I break it down is, you know, I, I first kind of, have like this little reflection period or mm. I call it a self-reflect or self-assessment period. It's like <laughs> really understanding what you want. Like what yeah. what is the purpose of this? What are you trying to do? What are your end goals? What are your, some of these outcomes? Something that you can work towards. So you don't necessarily have to have a clear idea of that and maybe you don't even know that, but just, you know, kind of understand what you, you want to get out of a certain job, whether it's the type of field that you're trying to go into. And to do this, uh, what I usually do is I, I just use Google, right? You just type in, you know, public health job titles like Gordon may have mentioned or type in um, different careers in public health and you'll get a, a broad list. Once you get that list, you could type in those keywords and phrases into Google and it'll generate more leads. So that's one of the things I do initially is kind of my environmental scan of what I want to do. And then knowing this and kind of getting a bigger, a better idea of what's out there, then I go through this phase called, okay, what are some of the barriers and obstacles that I, that I have to Ooh. face at some point? And this is kind of understanding, you know, okay, do I need a certain degree? Do I need a certain certification? Do I need to pass a certain exam? Do I have, um, and all, not even those formal things, but also a more personal attributes like, Am I willing to uh, take a job in a certain geographic location? Um, you know, do I have family considerations that I have to make? Am I, is this realistic for me to do? So that's some other um, kind of steps that I take. And then once you kind of do these two first steps, it kind of allows the rest of the process to flow more smoothly because you have that understanding. So you could tailor the rest of your search process based on, you know, these criteria and obstacles that you've already identified and a more narrow understanding of the field you want to go into. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's a great point. Essentially, you're saying start with knowing yourself first. What are your deal breakers? What mm. um, is the motivation? It's one of the ways, yeah. 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 Yeah, like a deal breaker for me is commuting. <laughs> exactly. As part of that self-assessment or self-reflection, a good thing to do as well is to 
have like an experience database. It's kind of like a rough resume where you just dump, mm. you brainstorm all the stuff you've done in the different roles you've had. And then that's a repository that you're going to use to build your actual tailored resume for the positions that you're applying for. And that's very mm. effective. I think if you have to do that exercise every single time you're applying for a job, that's where the exhaustion comes in. So you have to just, before you even start job searching, just like, I'm going to sit down, do like a timeline of when I've been working whether it's formal or informal through volunteer up until now and then under each of those experiences you want to write down any kind of thing that you did that way you can you know transfer that over to your tailored resume and then tweak it in a way that speaks to the position that you're applying for absolutely and even for your own yeah. self-assessment when you make that sort of rough resume you can see what did i like about this position mm-hmm. what did i dislike so you dislike know- that's key if that's an area you want to pursue further or if you're just mm-hmm. gonna stay away from that. So for example, if you've worked in a lab before, a lot of bench work and you know you hated that, then most likely you're not gonna look for those jobs again. Or if yeah. you worked in the community and you hated that, then you probably will steer in a different direction. So it's helpful. Both are sure. equally useful for sure, knowing mm-hmm. what you dislike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly say the dislikes are kind of a stronger factor, no? Because it can oh, make yeah. it or Easier break it. Easier to know what you don't like. Yeah. Yeah. That will focus your search a little bit more too. I'm I'm not really yeah. interested in research, and but I'm open to exploring other things. So mm-hmm. the so it's almost like what you're saying, Ben. Maybe have an exclusion criteria. You mentioned co- you know mm. commuting. Yeah. Um, maybe some people, like Lashawn said, have commitments and they're kind of restricted to their geographic region that they're in. They're not able to move around. Some people can move anywhere in the world because they're able to because of situation and they're adventurous so you have to identify those parameters that work best for you and then focus your job searching there and another parameter just to add to the mix is do you want to work virtually or do you want to work in person and these are some of the choices that we're faced with like you know if you're doing infectious disease and control in a in a hospital you probably have to go inside um whereas if you're working on um you know different protocols or policies maybe that's something you could do online in a a virtual environment so those are also part of that criteria and um, obstacle phase a lot of the job search now is virtual and maybe in the past in a pre-covid era you could potentially go into um, a facility you know and say i'm interested in this role and -hmm. just do like an on-the-spot type of um, research for yourself but it is online now for the most mm. part you you know you can't just go into anywhere and see if they're hiring and so uh, this may not be completely applicable to public health but I know I've had, had friends in nursing for example who just went to the hospital and said can I speak to the unit manager and said hi I'm looking for a job and then they spoke with them and after that it led to an opportunity um, whereas now we can't really do that so mm. yeah and, and the same way is key because I think even though we have COVID-19 and the pandemic going, which prevents a lot of, you know, those physical site visitations or a way to extract information in that sense, there's also a lot of opportunities that arise that we can take advantage of. Absolutely. You've just heard from Ben, Linda, Gordon, and LaShawn about how they prepare for the daunting process of job searching. You don't want to miss out on the next episode where they do a deeper dive and share some tips you can use to find your next job and career opportunity in public health or global health. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Insight Podcast, your go-to space for informative conversations, inspiring community action. 
If you enjoy our content and would like to stay up to date, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. To learn more about our community initiatives and how you can support us, visit our website at thepublichealthinsight.com. Join the PHI community and let's make public health viral.